Blog Talk Radio.
Hallelujah. Good evening, everyone. It is July the 2nd, 2023, and I'm happy to be here with you tonight. This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia, and I am here to pray with you and to believe with you for what God wants to do for you tonight. Hope you're having a great weekend. Um, We are headed toward the 4th of July holiday. It is in the heat of the summer, and it has been very hot here, y'all. So I'm here in southeast Georgia, and it is hot. I understand our friends down in Texas are experiencing some really, really crucial heat out there. Well, we're going to hopefully experience some heat in here tonight with the power of the Holy Spirit manifesting and, you know, letting us know that there is power in prayer, power in faith. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Well, welcome again and glad to have you here. If you are listening by Internet Radio, you want to call in, you can reach out to us at 319-527-6027. That's 319-527-6027. Don't forget to press 1. And I just dropped a phone. Don't forget to press 1, and that will put you in the queue for prayer. Also, if you want to text in a prayer need or just let us know you're there and you want to get on, uh, you can text at 214-460-4997. That's 214, uh, yes, yeah, 214-460-4997, and um, just text in, and I can see that you're there. Well, welcome again tonight, and uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about the blood and about, you know, how the blood has protected us, uh, even before the crucifixion, there was the blood, and um I'm so happy to know that we can apply the blood. You know, I was talking to a friend today, and we were just praying and talking about some things, how the enemy has approached her in some situations, and I, you know, was reminded of how the blood was applied to the doorpost and um, the uh, protection of the blood when the uh, death angel flew over, uh, the blood was the protection. And, you know, it kind of rose up in me to just remember that, you know, with the blood, there's protection and there's power. And when you think about something uh, protecting you, uh, giving you legal right for coverage, um, you think about, I saw as I was talking to her in my mind to you, my uh, spiritual eye, I saw the word no trespassing. And I began to, you know, talk to her about that. And I said, well, you know, the blood has greater effect than someone putting up a sign in their yard that says no trespassing. Um, the the uh, blood gives us legal right and coverage. And that sign posted in someone's yard or in someone's property Give them protection. You place a no trespassing uh, sign in your yard, you have legal right 
I think in most states, to protect your property because a sign has been posted about you staying off of my property. So I sort of looked at the blood like that. <laughs> when I, I began to tell her, you know, she was dealing with some, has been dealing with some situations where there are people trying to have access to her. And I just basically said, you need to let the enemy know there is a no trespassing sign that's been placed on your life, doesn't give him access, and when he crosses the line, you have the ability to speak the word with authority, and you can take that devil out of the situation. Know you have that authority. I say because the blood is the no trespassing sign that's been placed over our life. We can apply the blood. I really don't think we understand the power. A lot of us don't understand the power of the blood, the authority that the blood carries. Um, it protected them from the death angel. They couldn't pass over those demonic demons, those demonic forces, couldn't take authority over those where the blood had been applied. We need to look at the blood in a manner such as that, that really it's like a no trespassing sign. They couldn't trespass. They couldn't come on that property. They couldn't access those who had been covered with the blood. So that death angel had to pass over. And as I was speaking to my friend today and I was saying, don't give the devil legal access to you. Apply the blood but put up the no trespassing sign where those people who have believed that they have had access by a demonic influence to your life, they're coming in because you need to take authority and apply the no trespassing of the blood of Jesus over your life, over that situation. And I'm here to tell you, I believe that when the devil, the devil is, checking you out and he's looking at you and he's considering an attack if he can look afar off and see oh they got the blood they got the no trespass in there it'll work a whole lot differently and as I begin to talk to her about that it's just like my mind's eye just went to hey the blood covers it puts up a sign don't touch this when they put the blood over the doorpost in Exodus 12, um, 13 through 28. And I'm going to go ahead and read a little bit of that. Hallelujah. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon the houses where ye are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over, and the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. Where was their protection? And the Lord was letting them know his blood, the blood, the blood of whatever they used. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what animal uh, that was used for the blood, but they were instructed by the Lord to put that on the doorpost so that the death angel would pass over. Hallelujah. And this day shall be unto you a memorial. And ye shall keep it a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Ye shall keep it a feast by an ordinance forever. 
and gave them further instructions about unleavened bread and um, what to observe and all of that. But the significance of this is that when the blood was applied to their life, the the death angel had to pass over. It did not have access to them. So even further now, we have an even, even greater covenant because Jesus died and he shed his blood as a sacrifice, for a sacrifice, as protection, authority for us to use the blood, to apply the blood to our lives and to speak the name of Jesus. We have been given authority. And when we think about it, we can understand that there is power. There is power in the blood. And there's always been power in the blood. There will always be power in the blood. And it's letting the devil know you're putting up a sign that, listen, I am under blood covenant. Hallelujah. My God, that's exciting. I'm under, we're under a blood covenant. You know, blood covenants are significant and important. Even in certain, you know, societies, um, the cutting, the, the shedding of any type of blood, you know, which is nothing that I would consider or think that someone would have to do because that's pagan. But when we come to the understanding of the blood of Jesus, the, the whole significance of the blood has even carried over into cultures. I don't believe that's by accident. I believe that's by an understanding of the power of the blood. Even if they don't understand the power and the significance in the name of Jesus in relation to Jesus, somewhere, somehow there came an understanding that there is power in blood covenant, power in the blood. And so we know there's power in the blood. We know that when that blood was placed on the doorpost, it kept them safe. We know that because Jesus died, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father, there's power and authority in the blood that he shed, and there's power in his name. So we need to have an understanding of that. We need to walk, I believe, in a greater revelation of that and understand that we can walk with an, uh, with an authority that we didn't have and won't have unless it's under the blood. I also want to go here to uh, Romans 12 and 19. Uh, it says, Dearly beloved, avenge your, not yourselves, but rather give place, nor but rather give place to uh, unto wrath, for it is written, "Vengeance is mine; I will repay," saith the Lord. Wow! Do you understand the revelation of covenant and how God will actually take your case up because it's His case; it's His business, and here. In Romans 12 and 19, it lets you know you don't have to avenge yourself. You know, when we're in covenant relationship, when we're under the, the authority, operating in the power of covenant, 
in the power of the blood. We don't have to take it upon ourselves. Even as we think about the situation with the death angel, you know, coming over and the blood being applied to the doorpost, that was God's instruction to his people, letting you know, I am in control. I am the one who will take care of you. I am the one that will handle the enemy for you. Because we know in that, the firstborn of whatever the Egyptians own die. And not just, if, if they didn't follow whether they be Egyptians or not, if they didn't follow the instruction, they were left open to destruction. And they didn't have to worry about doing battle in any other way except through obedience. How many of us should understand and recognize that a lot of things we deal with is because we have walked in disobedience to what God has instructed us to do? Then the battle no longer is the Lord's, is ours, because we've taken it on in our flesh. The Word of God lets us know that the battle is not ours. It is the Lord's. And with that situation, it was the Lord's doing. The situation with Romans explaining in 12:19, it says, it is written, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. I will repay. So we need to understand the significance of walking around, being under covenant with the almighty God, the creator of everything, heaven and earth, who is and was and is yet to come. This is the God that we're in relationship to. Do you think there's anything too hard for God? Maybe sometimes we just seem, and I'll have to speak personally for myself, maybe I just underestimate the power of the God that I'm connected with. My God. My God. And the word goes on to say, even though he says, I will repay, he says in nine, in nine, from 19, that's in 19, and in 1220 it says, therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, shall heap coals of fire on his head. My God, even though he's telling them in, uh, the word's telling us in 19, 12, 19, that vengeance belongs to the Lord and that he's going to repay. Don't you get involved with it. It says here, if your enemy's hungry, feed him. If they thirst, give him a drink. Guess what? Ha, that's going to give you a position of blessing. My God, a position of blessing. And it said, and thy shall heap coals of fire on his head. Why? Because you are allowing God to use you to heap coals of fire on the head. Why? Because you're walking in obedience. You didn't take vengeance into your own hand. And because you didn't take vengeance into your hand, your own hand, you didn't try to avenge yourself. You left it to God. So you're going to be blessed just because you obeyed God, and it's going to even come down worse on those who are working evil against you. Because in 21, be not overcome of evil. Do you know sometimes things come at you and you know it's a spirit? And if you're not careful, 
if you don't if you don't guard your heart, if you don't take inventory of your position and your mindset, don't you know that evil will come in and overtake you, but overtake evil for good? You know, I'm sure you can think about a lot of things that are going on, that have gone on in your life where people have done you wrong. There has been evil spoken against you and not only spoken against you, there's been evil that's been done against you. But what's the, what does the word of God tell you? It tells you. Just leave that, that alone right there. Just, just let it be. Just let it be. Because he wants you to know if you give them who are evil to you something and they're hungry and you feed them, and you give them drink when they're thirsty. In doing so, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Hallelujah. And your blessing is going to be in obedience. That you didn't take the matter in your own hand and try to solve it. And try to pay back folks for stuff you know they did to you. You know they did it to you. I'm in a situation right now. I know people have done something Against me, I know this person has worked things against me, but I know that a voice of God, when he speaks to me and he gives me instruction and he says, this belongs to me, this is mine, I'll handle this. <laughs> you know what? Be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. It's not easy. It's not easy at all. There are things that, you know, rise up in your flesh and you want to just take matters into your own head. But remember, we are in covenant relationship. We've been bought with a price, the blood of Jesus. Ha, my God, my God. And that When the devil sees the blood, when he sees the covenant that you have with God, he'll see a no trespassing. You know, God can allow to happen whatever he wants to happen in your life. You know, we think about Job. You know, Job was a man who was righteous. And some stuff happened to Job. But in the end, my God, you know, his wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? Job didn't do that. God left, Job left the matter to God. He got blessed way beyond he probably could have ever imagined. Why? Because of the covenant. Because of the obedience. Because of a knowledge of God and fellowshipping. You know, one thing about when we think about our relationship with God, we have to understand that relationship is built on fellowship. You know, I can't say I know someone if I never never fellowship with them. I can't say I really know anything about this person if I never spend time with them. I can't run up in their their place of residence and ask for protection expecting them to know me and to know that I'm worthy of protection or if I don't have a relationship with them. And it's like that with God, but it even goes further because God knows us better than we know ourselves. But when we spend time with God, 
when we develop that fellowship and that relationship and fellowshipping with him, you know, God is going to take care of what is his, what he's in relationship with. And so that's why, that's why Job, you know, he knew his God. He didn't understand some stuff. He didn't understand, but he stayed with knowing that God was God and that he will do whatever is necessary and that he had faith that God was going to take care of. And even if he were to die, yet praise him. And that's how we need to be in spite of all that we see with our natural eyes. Yet will I praise you, God. Yet will I trust you, God. Yet will I depend on you, God. When evil is spoken against me, when things are going every way but the way I expect them to go, yet will I praise you. Yet will I trust you. Yet will I look to you. Because I've determined in my mind and in my heart that there is a blessing in obedience. Hallelujah. There's a blessing in obeying God and that I won't be overcome by the evil that's coming at me and I will overcome the evil with good. The word says we heap coals of fire on their head when we do that. We don't have to go starting a war with somebody. We don't have to worry about trying to avenge ourselves. But rather, we look to God. Because it says in his word, vengeance belongs to the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Well, we're going to play another song, and I'll say something else briefly, and then we're going to start taking calls I hope you all are doing uh, well. We are headed into the 4th of July holiday celebration of the red, white, and blue. Hallelujah. I'll say America is not perfect, but it's still my home. Hallelujah. And I'm I'm glad to be an American right now. Do you hear me? It's some stuff up the road, but guess what? God knew what he did, what he was doing when he placed me here in this earth in this place at this time. So I'm looking to God to do what he needs to do and to help us be who we need to be in this land that he places in, the land of the free and the home of the brave. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. We're going to play another song, like I said, and then I am going to um, be back to you here I had a song and I don't see it anymore oh well let's just find something else I'll uh, let me just remind you if you are listening by internet radio and um, you want to uh, call in go ahead and do so um, we are going to um, be taking calls so that's 319 6027, that's 319-527-6027. Press 1, that will put you in the queue for me to pray with you, and um, we'll be happy to do that. All right? So praise God, and um, let me go ahead and 
play this song. I'll be back to you soon.
Hallelujah. I just sense the peace of God tonight, just his presence, just the uh, here tonight, and we thank God for for being here. We thank God 
for his presence. We thank God for you. And we thank God for what he's doing and what he's about to do. Hallelujah. Well, um, uh, you have... uh, um, If you want to text in, you can text us at 244-460-4997 number, and let me know that you're there, and I'll be happy to, you know, look at your prayer request, request or if you want to just give some information about uh, being on and meeting you, please do so. All right. Well, we're going to be taking calls. We were just talking about earlier the power of the blood of Jesus, the power of the blood, the covenant, uh, and knowing that we have authority and that we don't have to go after folk uh, when they come at us wrong. Uh, We can basically leave it in the hands of God because, as I mentioned earlier in Romans 12, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He'll He'll do the work. For us, we don't have to get all sweaty. We don't have to get all upset or mad uh, when things happen and people do you wrong. I'm, <laughs> hey, that happens all the time. But the Word of God also lets us know that when we don't take it into our hands, uh, we'll be blessed because God will move in. And it says when we treat people right, you know, if they're evil and you see them hungry, give them some bread thirst, give them something to drink. And by this, we will overcome evil with good. So praise God. What a strategy. (laughs) You know, God gives us a strategy. You know, I was thinking earlier, right before I got on the phone about, um, or on the air tonight, I'm using my phone. I was thinking earlier tonight about uh, also, uh, I got a kind of an understanding about time. You know, how we just, we're so caught up in, you know, trying to get this done and trying to get that that done. And, you know, and then before you know it, time has run out and we haven't gotten anything done. I was pretty much in that place today. Uh, I was here and there and just trying to do some stuff, you know, around the house, just getting some stuff in order. Uh, Praise God, I'm off for a total of five days, which is not usual. And so I said, maybe I can get a few things done. And um, before you know it, you know, guys, the time had slipped by, and I hadn't accomplished the things that I wanted to accomplish today. And I thought, wow, and it hit me. How often is it like that's the way life is? You know, there are people who are sitting, waiting, and saying, I'll get right tomorrow. I'll get salvation tomorrow. I'll seek Jesus tomorrow. I'll do that for God tomorrow. And time goes by so fast. And you wake up one day and all the time is gone. My God. Somebody's life being dependent, their eternal life is dependent on doing what has to be done now while there is time available. You know, I was running around here today thinking, okay, I got this, and I got that much time, and I can do this. And before I knew it, time had slipped by, and I hadn't done some things that I needed to do or wanted to do. And that's the way it is with our life. 
Salvation is for today. Salvation is for now. And I just sent, after I had thought that about my situation and running through around things and not getting things done, you know, how there's an urgency in the earth today to let people know the time is now. Seek God now. Seek him what may be found. So I just want to, you know, I don't know who that was for, but maybe somebody wants to uh, pay heed to that and share with somebody the love of God and the salvation of Jesus Christ. Well, let's pray, and then I'm going to take calls. Lord, we just thank you tonight. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for the people of God that have come on here. I don't have anything to offer except for be a, you know, an instrument that you want to use tonight. And um, I thought that I'm a part of what God is doing here. Getting now who are a part of what God is doing. And if Julie... Hello, hello. I guess you're still there. Um, We're having some technical issues tonight, Uh, but I see some of you all dropped off, and I don't know if it was of your own doing or if it was the system because the system cut me out as well. So if you are, I see some hands up. If you have to call call back in, I am back in. I called back in. Please press 1, and then I can see uh, that you're in the uh, queue for prayer. And I'm not sure exactly what's going on tonight, but we're going to move. Let's go ahead and see who we have on the line. So we're picking up on 734-672. This is Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? Sounds like someone tried to say to say something and then it went out. Let me just refresh. Hello, 734-672, are you there? Huh, interesting tonight. Very interesting. Okay, waiting for the system to reboot, and then I'm going to try it again. 734-672, are you there? Oh, no, I can't hear anything. I'll try one more time. I've got several callers on. Some of you all had your hand up. Looks like you fell off and you came back. If you do want to be in the prayer crew, Queue. I can't even talk. The prayer queue. Please press one. There you are. I see hands going up now. Hands going down. Hands going up. <laughs> All righty, y'all. I don't know. I got kicked out. So I'm going to try this other number again. Then I'll come back because I don't know. There's something going on tonight. All right. 734-672. Can you hear me? Hi, Angela Joy. It's Jennifer from Michigan. 
Hi, Jennifer. Were you having some problems with the system? Um, I think maybe I maybe I walked away from my phone for a minute, and I just came oh, okay. back. I don't, did you call me? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> okay, that's what happened then. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a couple people got kicked out. I got kicked out. So I had oh, to dial, okay. I had to refresh and dial back in. And then it looks like a few people may have gotten kicked out. It looks like they had to fall back in. Hands were going up and down, up and down. <laughs> you know, I wasn't quite sure what was going on. Well, hi, Jennifer. It's great to talk to you. Let me go ahead and pray for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We just, um, we thank you for Jennifer tonight. We thank you, God, that you know, say, you know, you're a God that uh, can give us a blank check. I just saw a blank check. And, um, you know, when somebody gives you a blank check, man, that is too, you know, just come hand me a blank, a blank check and just let me know there's money in the bank. <laughs> and um, you don't need, you know, just tell me I can write a check for whatever it is that I'm in need of and, hey, I'll take you up on it. So I just saw, you know, out of, out of nowhere, I just saw a picture of a blank check. And so, Lord, we thank you tonight. I'm not understanding or have any specifics on what it is uh, that you're speaking. But I know that God, my God, you're an awesome God, and you're able to, to offer us a blank check to use it for whatever it is that we need or want. And, my God, I would just thank you uh, you know, like, wow, God, a blank check. So, Lord, I thank you for my sister tonight. I thank you, Lord, that she trusts you. Maybe she's in a place where God is saying, you know, Jennifer, I can trust you enough to give you a blank check and know that you will use it for the betterment of what I'm giving it to you for and that you know, Jennifer, that I'm good on this check. Hallelujah. That no matter what amount you use or what you use it for, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good for this check. You know, it's like you give somebody a check and, you know, sometimes back in the day, you know, things might be a little not too stable. So people look at you and say, this check good? <laughs> ah, glory be to God. Well, we don't ever have to ask God that. When he gives us a check, a blank check is always good, you know, because it's, a, it, it, it's a, you know, what is that, the FDIC or whatever that assures the banking industry? Uh, we'll see God is the supernatural <laughs> FDIC, and it's always good. So, Lord, we thank you. Lord, with that, I just sense to say that God is open to your heart's desire, Jennifer. Just he, he can make good on his promises. You'll make good on wherever it is that you're in need of. God is good for it. He's, he's good. You can write. He's good on it all. You don't have to question whether he's sufficient enough. You don't have to question whether he's able. You don't have to question benefit you. You don't have to put up any collapse. Hello, I hope.
hope you're still there. Hi, Let yes, me, I'm here. I was wondering. It kicked me out again. <laughs> so I'm using oh, a different okay. I'm using a different phone. And so I switched phones. All right, Jennifer, I don't know if you caught all I said, but anyway. How are you tonight? Um I'm good. Good. I caught um the blank check and um I can't remember where it cut off at, but basically just the blank check, you know, that he's good for it and uh that's kind of what I heard, so Okay. Yeah, and I was just basically saying that, you know, um he's a he's a guy that you can pretty much you can depend on. That um you know, mm-hmm. just like back in the day, you know, people would be questionable they would question if they got a check basically from somebody they didn't know about because <laughs> they didn't know right. if those people were, were were good for the check, you know, but unlike, mm-hmm. unlike others that might not be good for the check, God's good on his word. I mean, he's mm-hmm. good. That sex covered. And um, no matter what it is that you're in need of, he's a God who is good for what he offers. I mean, he's not going to mm-hmm. try to swindle you out of anything or trick you into thinking something is there that isn't there. He's good for what he says in his word. So that's basically it. I said some other things. <laughs> I don't really remember now. <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm not, and I'm not sure where this word even cut off at, but anyway. All right. So right. anyway, what's going on? Yeah, that's um... – it's God is just so good because today I was just having a rough day, um, just praying, just like Lord, where are you? Because there's just mm-hmm. um, you know a financial move that we're trying to accomplish, and it seems like it's been never ending, um, just like battle after battle, trying to, right. um, you know, and I just was. Yeah, praying today and just really discouraged and just like, Lord, where are you? I don't understand this. I don't, you know, understand why, you know, you see people who, you know, maybe aren't serving the Lord and you see them and, and they have, you know, a home and they have all these things and yeah. and you're just like, yeah. Lord, <laughs> they make it look so easy. Why is it, you know, but it's not so easy sometimes and, um. Yeah, so I was just, yeah, just uh, that speaks to my heart because it's just him kind of answering my prayer, saying, you know, he's going to take care of it. He's going to, you know, take care of all of it. And I was even praying, I was like, Lord, just supernatural funds or supernatural doors to open so we can move because um, there we are supposed to be moving. There is a job that my husband is taking. And so we just need, you know, the home, and there's just been a lot of obstacles. So um, hold on a second. That kind of I mean, hold on a second. I've got to change mm-hmm. because I mean I'm facing all kinds of challenges tonight. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! I haven't been on for a while, and um, I know. Then I get on here tonight, and I feel like I'm fighting technology, you know? <laughs> right. Like I'm in yep. a war with I'm in a war with technology. 
<laughs> Josh get kicked off like three times and oh, but anyway, but yeah, so that's that's very in that's very encouraging because like I said, you know, as you were talking, mm-hmm. I was just kind of thinking about some things that God said and he basically I felt like he was sick excuse me, saying through me, um, that yeah, I'm good for it, Jennifer. I'm good for mm-hmm. it. My word is your bond with me. My word I gave. It's like when somebody gives somebody a check. They say, okay, I'm good for it. You may not know me, uh, and you look at people kind of sideways when you don't know them and they give you a check sometimes, especially in this day and time, and you don't know the person. But it's almost like God is saying, my blank check, you know me. We've been in relationship together. You've seen some things that I've done. I'm good for this check. And and the thing of it is, it was just a blank check, which means whatever it is, Jennifer, that you are in need of. It's almost like I want to tell you that God is saying, I'm good for it, Jennifer. I'm good for this. You can make that check out for whatever you want to make it out. You know, down on the corner it has a little space for you to put what this check is for. And you put in the amount you need. And as a, you know, an understanding or just for reference points or so that you have an idea what this check is for, you can make a little note down there in that little line and say this is what this is for. And it's almost like I see that God says, I'm good for whatever you put there. And whatever amount or whatever it is that you need, I'm good for it. I'll cover it. You don't have to worry about it not being good. You don't have to worry about what it is that, you know, you've already asked me for it. So um, this little thing in the memo line is for you to remember as a remembrance of what you've asked me for because I'm good for it. And so, it, it you know, to me, that's just like saying to you that God is saying, I'm going to make good on this. Whatever you ask me for, whatever you've written this check out for, I'm going to make it good. It's going to be good. Why? Because I'm an all-sufficient God. There's no lack in me. You know, if we can check, if we can trust the, what is it, the FDIC, don't you know the Bank of Heaven is greater and it's stable? (laughs) The banking industry today isn't, but the Bank of Heaven is stable, and it's good. They're good for it. So Lord, we just thank you as you just give Jennifer peace as she is going through uh, these things, these trials, and these uh, times of, of, you know, just weariness, trying to see what God is doing, that you will just give her rest and know that God is telling her that the word of God is there as uh, evidence that he's going to make good on the promise. He's going to make good on that check. So we give you glory. We thank you for it, God, as she begins to rest in you, as you work this thing out, as you make good on that check, you make good on whatever it is she's asking you for, that it's done and it's signed by the blood, the blood of Jesus. And the covenant, as I was speaking of earlier, 
the covenant. There's a covenant relationship. There are people who can't come to God that we can come to God and expect. Why? Because we're in covenant relationship. You know, this is not some fly-by-night experience. This is a relationship that has been built on trust and faith, love. And, God, we thank you that you have an understanding of that in even a greater measure as she is is, uh, acquainted with these things that are coming into her life and the things that are going on around her. And she will have an understanding that you're good for it. You're good for it, God. And that she'll be at peace knowing that you are God, you don't change. You don't switch up on us. You don't find out we're getting ready to make a withdrawal and you go take all the stuff out the bank so we can't get it. You're not that kind of God. You're God who's stable and trustworthy. And God let her rest in that because she has a relationship. She's in covenant with you. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, Amen. thank you. That uh, really touches my heart and just yeah, I feel encouraged because, <laughs> like I said, it was it was not a very <laughs> very good day in that in that way. So I I really appreciate that. He knows, you know, when we need it the most. Of course, he really does. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it's so good to hear. I mean, you know, um, so you said there is a job that your husband has? Yes, um, he is um, actually transferring with the same company, um, but we're moving um, to a different state to be closer to family. Um, And so we felt like, you know, this was the Lord and – it's just, yeah, we have the job. It's just we need everything else to kind of fall into place. So it's just been really stressful and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, you know, I don't know, but I just have a piece that it's going to all fall in place. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I just, you know, I just said it's going to all fall in place that, um hmm and I know it's a very, you know, uh, you know, it's it's an interesting place to be in when you don't, you know, you ha- you know, you just don't know which way to go, but you know, you right. you you're going, you gotta go that way. There's the job, that's what's there. So I mean, I believe God is going to just, He's going to work it all out. And um, like mm-hmm. I said, I. I don't believe that blank check just appeared. I mean, a blank check, you know, and then here you are, you're asking God for, you know, there is no uh, amount per se that, I mean, you can say, okay, God, I need this, I need that. But it's a blank check. It's for whatever you need it for. That's the interesting part of what I'm seeing this blank check thing for. It, it, the blank check mm-hmm. is for whatever it is you're in need of. I mean, it could have been, uh, you know, God showed me something else, but I really believe he showed me the blank check because there are things that you are in need of, and there are several things that need to. So for whatever it is, there's a blank check mm-hmm. for all of it, you know? 
didn't say this, didn't mm-hmm. say that, didn't say, but it's for everything that you need to shift into this place that God is taking you all to. So, Lord, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just, like I said, blank check. Wow, you know, we can do quite a few things with a blank check, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty true. Guess what? And a blank check from God is limitless. There is no limit. <laughs> you get a yeah. blank check from God, you're talking about the creator of the universe. You're tra- You're talking about the one who created and made it all. You, I mean, and everything mm-hmm. and anything that there is, is in him. <laughs> There's no insufficiency mm-hmm. in him. He's an all-sufficient God. There's no lack. There's no lack of anything. Man, I'll take a blank check from God any day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> I mean, you know, somebody else, you know, I see somebody and I don't know them, they come hand me a blank check. I don't, you know, I've had some interesting little scam situations uh, creep up in my life over the last years, few, uh, several years. And I remember one time I got a, it wasn't a blank check, but I got a, a check, you know, Federal Express. And I can't remember the amount of money uh, the check was made out to me. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I was like, what is this check from some own, unknown source arriving at my house, you know, Federal Express delivery? And it was some sort of scam. Well, I didn't trust that check. You know, somebody's trying to get me in trouble. They wanted me to go cash this check. And then I would have ended up in some sort of trouble. But you don't mm-hmm. have to worry about that with God. <laughs> I didn't know who that person was, you know, mm-hmm. but we know, you know who God is. You can trust that he's sufficient. There is no lack. Mm-hmm. So whatever you need, girl, God's got it. Yeah. And that blank check will cover it all. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Give her peace, God. Give her peace. Give her peace. Mm-hmm. You're all sufficient, God. There's no lack in you. They need that house, God. Present that house. You know what house they need. You know everything that they're in need of for this transition. So, God, we thank you right now that you're transitioning them with everything that they need and even the wants, God. Because there is no lack in you. They don't have to come begging or crawling. They're your children. And they can take you at your word. So, Lord, we call those things forth that are theirs. Even as I was speaking of earlier today, it's like whatever's ours is ours. You know, the enemy, he can only go so far. He's been trying to steal from us, kill destroy, but God, we thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood. It's that no trespassing zone. (laughs) Glory be to God. Mm -hmm. So we thank you, God. We thank you that everything they need to make this transition 
is being put into place even now in the name of Jesus. And they can write that blank check out for whatever they are in need of for their children, for their child and their home and the, the stability of the home, whatever is needed in the, the transition, God. We thank you for calling it forth, for bringing it into manifestation. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything you want to share in particular, uh, Jennifer? Uh, no, I just uh, want to thank you for being obedient and sharing that word because that means a lot to me. It's just, yeah, God is so good. He knows. <laughs> He knows exactly what you need to hear, when you need to hear it. Amen. Amen. Well, thank God I'm, I was here tonight to do that. I hadn't been on in a while, and um, mm-hmm. just a lot going on. And just, you yeah. know, God knows what he's doing. He surely does. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He does. Mm-hmm. Did you have a, a blessed birthday? Uh, yes. I'm trying to think. <laughs> uh, yes, it was um, It was nice. I didn't really, you know what? It was so interesting, you know, going into this new year of, of uh, what God has blessed me to see. Um, I don't know. I think I made more of a hoop to do of it than I expected because I, I you know, I just wanted a quiet, transition to the next year um and so pretty much got that my son one of my sons he woke me well I was just waking up but he says okay I want to take you to breakfast and I was like okay so I rushed down there and um we do that and I'm just trying to remember all the things I mean my day was non-stop and that was not what I wanted my birthday to be like it was like I left there and I ended up somewhere else and I ended up somewhere else and I and I was by the end of the day I was exhausted and I thought I just wanted a peaceful like you know oh I know my other son he came over and you know I <laughs> it was I was tired just by the end of the day I was just exhausted I was like no this is not you know it was great you know and I'm thinking of me, my one son down in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, and he called. And then I have another son, two sons now that are here. And the other one came over and, you know, uh, they brought some food. And then I did a little food. And then it has been so hot here. I was like, oh, my gosh, it has been so hot. But, yeah, it, it was good. And I have my granddaughter with me. And, um She's little Miss Lady. She's very interesting, and um, so she's still here tonight. So yeah, it was, it was a busy day. Yeah, she's eleven, and you all pray for her. She's still still dealing with um, some medical situations with diabetes, and okay. um, yeah, she kind of woke me up last night because mm-hmm. she says, "Nanamite." My blood sugar is low. She, I said, so, you know, and I think she broke her Dexacon or whatever you call that thing that it mm-hmm. automatically reads 
So she says, I'm shaking. So it was low. So, I mean, I'm like, God, so I went to church today. It was like, God, you got to do something. You know, I'm looking to you for mm-hmm. a miracle. I'm looking to you for a miracle. So you all keep her in prayer. And uh, her name's Janila, yeah. and um, she's 11. And she's a strong little girl, you know. Um, she's she's a trooper. And she's excited about being on the softball team. She'll be entering her uh, she'll be entering middle school this year, and I've been trying to encourage her to take piano because I have a piano, and nobody wants to play it. I don't know how to play it, so I was like, let's do piano <laughs> lessons. Then we met her, her. We saw her teacher at, at Walmart, one of her teachers, and she's a not only the you know I I can't think what she teaches at school, but she also teaches piano. So we met her at Walmart, so we were both trying to convince her, take piano lessons. And she says, well, I think you can do softball and piano. And she was, like, just giving me this eye, like, I don't want to do piano. So anyway, but y'all just keep her in prayer. <laughs> <laughs> like, somebody needs to learn how to play piano. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I would love to play piano. But she, you know, and I'm thinking, wow, you're a little trooper. You know, you have this medical condition, you know. But, you know, she wants to play softball. She played it last year and uh, first time ever playing any kind of sport. But she kind of liked, I think, the idea of, you know, just being out there and enjoying the excitement of the game. So, anyway. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, my birthday was busier than I expected it to be. (laughs) Aw. I know. Some days you just want some peace and they just end up being busier than you expected. (laughs) So, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I'm off for a few days. I go back to work on Wednesday. Uh, but my days are, seems like somebody's already planned them for me. So anyway. <laughs> well, I like, pray oh you get God. some peace. Yeah, I hope so. Some rest, you know. But yes. I had planned on just doing some stuff I don't really get to do, like around the house. But we'll see. She's not really Miss Susie Homemaker, so she's not, you know, I have to, like, <laughs> really encourage her. Okay, you need to do this. You need to pick up that. You need... I was like, okay, all right. These are my five days off. But anyway, it's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes, it is. It is. And how is well, Josiah? Be... Oh, he's good. He's good. He's actually. I... Um, I think he has like a flu. Um. It just started today. Like he, he got a temperature out of nowhere. So I don't know. Oh, wow. Um, I just gave him some medicine and I'm just watching him. I, I'm hoping it's just like a cold, but. Um, right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, so that's Michigan, always right? worrisome when they get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So what, I mean, the weather is pretty warm there now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And we, um, I don't know if you heard about those wildfires. Um, yeah, Canada, yeah. yeah, they were like um, coming down here this past week and the air quality was so bad. Like they were telling us, you know, people not yeah. to go outside really. So oh I don't my know if God. that has anything yeah. to do with it. So. Yeah, it might because if he yeah. um, has a sensitivity to the weather with, you know, different things in it, it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's really weird. Yeah, that's weird. I know. Um, 
Yeah, I've been dealing with talking to people on the phone with the company that I work for, and they mm-hmm. told me about it. And it's just been bizarre weather around yeah. the country. Yeah, yeah. really bizarre. Yeah. So, and all we can see it, people, you know, these are the times that we're living in. And um, really, it's almost like, I don't know, just listening to some things that Prophet Randy has been talking about. And I kind of catch him now a little bit more during the week because I, I don't work to 1 a.m. anymore. Uh, they cut the lines off at 11. So uh, I've been hearing a little bit, you know, more some things that he's been saying. And, you know, I, we're headed to some times in a very short period that we we are just going to have to be prepared to just understand where we are in all of this. Just yeah, real understanding. Because I mean, I was been speaking to some people about it. Even been sharing it with my my granddaughter. You know, trying to get her to have an understanding. I don't want to tell her too much because you know it's kind of like a child. You know, you want to, but just to know, you know, this it's not going to be like the time when I was growing up. I know you all are going to be facing some things that are. A lot different from what I experienced as a child. So I don't know. It's Mm -hmm. it's really, yeah, it's hard times, hard times that are up the road. But we have God. Mm -hmm. And that's why I just feel an urgency. It's time to tell people, I mean, to really let people have an understanding of where we are and that it's time, you know, like I was talking about today, you know, running around thinking I've got enough time to do things that I needed to do. And before you know it, the time had slipped past or had caught up with me and I didn't have the time to finish doing what I needed to do. And that's how it is with our salvation. Oh, you know, you're young. Oh, I have time for that. Oh, you know, this Jesus thing, the time is moving quickly. We need to accept Jesus. Now, those who don't know Jesus, you need to accept him. Now is the time. There's an urgency. Mm -hmm. And we think, you know, I remember hearing people, oh, I've got time for that. Or they think, no, you never know the day or the hour. And here we are in this, this season when there's so much changing. I mean, I'm appalled at the things I have heard. I don't even watch television a lot. But what I've caught lately of permission for children to have sex, you know, trying to pass this law where children do not even have to consult their parents and they can give a child a sex change? What kind of world is this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where, what, is, what is this? You know, I never, I mean, you know, I thought of some things in my time, in my lifetime that could have happened, but that I never even considered that would be an option of someone changing their sex, and the parent especially mm-hmm. would not have any authority in that. What is this? What kind of world is this? Mm-hmm. It can be very frightening. To me, I never, mm-hmm. it never entered my mind that that would be an option, that I would live in a right. time where that is an option. I mean, are you kidding that's diabolical. Yeah. That is straight from mm-hmm. the pit of hell. 
the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Hmm. I'm yeah. getting a little riled up. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this world is <laughs> this world is crazy, and all we have is Jesus. Honestly, it's, honestly, yeah. Some days, I, <laughs> some days that's that's all I got. It's like, okay, Jesus, it's just you and me because I got nothing. I don't I don't know how to nothing right deal with, deal with any of it. You know, it's just no craziness. And the interesting yeah. thing about it with me lately, it's been this feeling more and more, Jennifer, that I am truly an alien in a land that is not my home. This is not my home. I don't identify with this stuff. This stuff just quenches the spirit of God in me. What is this? Where am I? I feel so much like an alien on a planet mm-hmm. that I don't belong more and more every day. I mean, to the point where lately I've been before God saying, God, I know there's a work that needs to be done. And I know there's a purpose for me being here. But I am so discontent with this world and what it's offering that my very interest in what it's offering is of no interest of mine. Even the things that, you know, I don't know, it's just, I was talking to Prophet Randy the other night, and it was like, uh, we were t- we ended up realizing it's a song uh, that has the lyrics in it that says, you know, uh, pretty much my desire for this, world is growing strangely dim. I mean, just strangely dim, the desire to participate and to be involved in what this world has to offer. My desire is dimly going away. It's just like fading out a desire to be a part of what this world sees as life. Mhm. Yep. That's and more true. and more, again, just like an alien. Mhm. Right. And this this place isn't isn't really our home, you know. It's it's just right. a, a place that we are for now. <laughs> right. We're transitioning, and um, mm-hmm. trying to tell somebody else about this Jesus that we've come to know. Mhm. Wow. That's right. Yeah. All right, Amen. girl. Is there anything else you want prayer for? Or is that it? Well, we're gonna pray for Josiah. So, Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your healing uh, touch. Uh, for you to um, whatever that is that's trying to uh, bother him and cause him pain or the fever. We just ask that you just take, we take authority over that right now in the name of Jesus. And we ask that the healing virtue flow through him. And Lord, heal his little body and give him peace. We ask, Lord, that you touch him in a miraculous way. 
and that he'll just be healed. And whatever is causing these these issues to dry up in the name of Jesus. And leave now. Leave him now. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. And I'm going to be lifting up your granddaughter in prayer also. Just uh, that the Lord would would heal her from this and that she won't have to deal with this anymore. Amen. I'm believing with you. Amen. And, you know, sometimes I wish I just had more, you know, she doesn't stay with me. And, you know, I approach the mother about, you know, her spending more time with me so that I can kind of kind of see some natural things. I I did do some natural things. I gave her uh, something, you know, to take, you know, some natural supplements and just to try to get her body strengthened so that, you know, she can fight this thing off because God is a miracle-working God. And I truly believe there's nothing too hard for him. And, you know, just keep try to keep her under the word so that her faith can be built, that she will have an understanding of who this God is that her nana serves, you know. And uh, so praise God. And thank you so much for that. I'll, I'll, um, I'll be praying with you as well. And we just believe in God to do some stuff. Take care of some business for us. With that blank check. Yes, right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, thank you so much. I'll let you get to the other callers, but I really appreciate okay. your, your time and your prayers. And um, oh, yeah, you're God welcome. bless you. Have a great night. All right, you too. And enjoy your fourth. Oh, thank you. You too. All right, then. Good night, Jennifer. Good night. Amen. All right. Seems I don't know what's going on tonight with but we're moving right along. Hey. It is what it is, right? All right, three two one two three zero. This is Angela Joy in Southeast Georgia. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hello. All right, guys. I don't know what's going on here. Let's refresh. If you're in the queue and you want prayer, please Press one, and I'll be more than happy to talk to you. Three, two, one, two, three, zero. Are you there? And I'll refresh again. And let's click back on it again. Three, two, one, two, three, zero. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? All right. I'll come back. All right, let's go to two five one two two nine. It'll click on this. Two five one two two nine. Hello. All right, this isn't working. What? Hello. Are you there? Two five one two two nine. Well, I think they're asleep. I'm going to make a bit of a I don't know. I've had the system drop and come back. Three, two, one, two, three, zero. Are you there? 
I don't know. Odd. All right, so we may end the show early because uh, the hands that I see of, I click on them and nobody's answering. So I'm not sure what is going on. If you're in the queue and you want prayer, please press 1, and I will be happy to pray with you. I know we've had some technical issues tonight, and people have dropped off and come on, and I've dropped off and come back on. So I'm not sure if you're able to hear me or if there's a problem going on here. So please let me know. Uh, Otherwise, I'm going to have to end the show because I'm not getting... I'm not being able to click on anybody and and have them answer. So if there's one more caller in the queue that does not have their hand hand up, if you want prayer, press 1. If not, I'm going to go back up to the top, and I'm going to try to refresh and reach out to the others. So hold on. I know this is... It's been kind of rough tonight with being kicked off and back on, so let's try something. Now it looks like the switchboard is gone. Switchboard is gone, so I can't see any callers. Let's try it again. 251229? All right, Father, we'll just pray over that number, 251229. Lord, we just thank you for um, hmm. peace, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, um, even in the turmoil, even in uh, the uncertainty, uncertainty of certain things, God. Lord, we just thank you for peace in the midst of the storm. And, Lord, um, and understanding that God is God, he's a God who is um, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it doesn't matter what we are up against, God is right there with us. He's already gone before us. And, Lord, let this person walk with an understanding that God is who he says he is. And there's nothing that he can't do. So, Lord, we just thank you for it. I'll try to reach back out to them later. Let's go here. Try this number. Three, two, one, two, three, zero. Are you there? All right, I'm going to wait a few more minutes, and then I'm going to come back because I don't know what is happening tonight. So, like I said, if you're in the queue and you want prayer, please press 1, and um, we'll move forward. If not, I'll be ending the show, so give me a couple minutes. You're going to hear solace. I think I'll go ahead and play another song, um, and then I will try come back and reach out. Thank you, Jesus.
How many of you are hungry for God? Are you hungry for Him? Thank you, Lord. 
Meditate on this. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Meditate on the authority and the power that God has already invested in her by the blood of Jesus, by the price that's been paid on the cross, that she has become an heir and joint heir with Christ Jesus. Ah, my, my, my. That alone gives her the ability to walk into places and cause the atmosphere to shift, not in her own flesh, not in her own being, but by the being that's in her, the Christ, the child, the man of God, the heir of God that she is joint heir with that the things will have to recognize the spirit of God that's on her life and in her life. Lord, we thank you for that. As she walks with an understanding and a better, um, I don't know, it's almost like just come to a greater awareness that you have been placed in places, put in places to change atmospheres, even in your home. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. with a better understanding to know that you can orchestrate change, especially in your home, especially in your home, because God has given you dominion there. Hallelujah. So thank you, God. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you that you give her peace and understanding that, an assurance of who she is in God. And we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Oh, Valerie, how are we tonight? Amen. Wow. Um, <laughs> that's encouraging. <laughs> um, oh, good. I'm glad it is. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, uh, I doing pretty good, you know. I mean, it, uh, yeah, doing pretty good, pretty good. Uh, okay. Just... <laughs> Thinking about what you're saying, it's just kind of like, wow, mm, it's a lot to take in because, you know, kind of what you're saying, you know, I haven't necessarily felt that way in terms of, you know, like dominion and strength and, you know, just being able to shift the atmosphere. It's like, wow. So, well, not saying that I can't make a difference. But, you know, I uh-huh. guess when when I think about that, it's like I have this picture of somebody who's like, you know, it, it's like somebody who walks into a room and they, everybody turns around and looks at them, <laughs> you know, kind of like when you think, <laughs> when I think about shifting the atmosphere, <laughs> not saying that specifically, but, you know, just kind of like what nice. I would envision that kind of person being, so. And what, and, and tell Certainly. me, with that. What attributes would you expect that person to have? Um, uh, I would expect them to have uh, strong faith and confidence in God. Um, that's really the, the the big, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, I, I would say that's the, the, the main thing, just, you know, having like, very strong faith. And I'm not saying I don't have 
faith or anything, but I guess in my mind, it's like just thinking, I mean, and and also, you know, someone who um, knows the word very well um, and kind of like what you were saying, like knowing who you are, knowing who they are in Christ and what that means. So I guess those are the things that I would think of. So have you felt that God is calling you to another level? Yes. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Since you, do you know that going to another level is like as if a promotion would give you greater responsibility? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. So promotion gives you, and I feel in the spirit, and you can let me know if I'm wrong or not, that you have experienced a certain uh, dimension of promotion over things you thought you weren't going to be able to master. Is that correct? In, in, uh, do you mean spiritually or kind of in the yes. natural or just? No, spiritually. Just walking through what you've walked through in the last few years. There are things that mm-hmm. you, you may have felt that you were not going to be able to overcome. But because yes. you have, you have been promoted to a new level. Of spiritual authority. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So that's definitely the case. (laughs) So it's just like this. Do you think there are things that you have passed the test on? Uh yes. Okay. So when you pass a test in the natural sense. Does promotion normally come? Mm-hmm. So when authority comes after, you know, when the promotion comes, there's a new position. There's new responsibility. And there are new, um, so what I was saying is like shifting the atmosphere. So there are new things that may be attached to you growing in God that you're not even really Uh, aware of Mm -hmm. and because of that new place or new you know promotion in these things that you may have thought that you weren't going to be able to get through to you have and there are rewards that are associated with that that there are things that have, have changed you that you may not even be aware of how much you've changed just by going through the promotion, by passing the test. You know, because when you pass a test uh, or you go to another level, like you go from one grade to the next, you get a certificate that says Johnny went to or for that Valerie got promoted to the fifth grade. She's mm-hmm. got proof. She's got papers in the natural <laughs> that show that she did what was necessary and was successful in accomplishing that. 
which moved her from one great level to the next. Do you know that in the realm of the spirit, we do just that? And that means that we're ready. That, one. <laughs> that means that we're ready for the next level of responsibility and that there are people behind us that glean off of what we have experienced because we can shift the atmosphere so they can move on up. See, when we move up from one place to the next, that creates a space for somebody else to move up to. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that gives you the ability to change where you are because there are people noticing there's been a shift. You know, sometimes we get real spiritual about when we say shifting the atmosphere. We get this vision of, oh, wow, they come in and it's like E.F. Hutton walks in the door and, oh, there's Valerie. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's so true. But it doesn't have to be that dramatic, Valerie. You know, you just moved up so that, don't you know, any kind of shift will change things, will cause things to change? By you moving up allows you to access things that you weren't able, you know, a fifth grader can access benefits that a third grader can't. Mm Mm-hmm. But because you shifted, <laughs> that gave you access. And the atmosphere for what you're operating in has changed. <laughs> you're not operating in the atmosphere to, uh, with an understanding that I got to be down here acting like a third grader. I moved up to a fifth grader. Mm-hmm. Don't you know, even in the natural, the attitudes change. I've got to. My granddaughter's getting ready to go to middle school. It's going to be some change yeah. when she goes from fifth grade to sixth grade. She's not mm-hmm. going to be able to act like she did down at that upper elementary school. She's going to have to act like she's in somebody somebody's middle school, like a like a sixth grader. The yeah. atmosphere's shifting because she made a move. The atmosphere is shifting, Valerie, because God is moving in your life. Hmm. Mm. You're that much closer to accessing things that you couldn't access back in third grade. Wow. The classroom isn't even the same. You fifth grader go back there and try to sit down in a third third grade classroom. You think they're going to, they want to laugh you to scorn. That fifth grader right. doing back here in third grade. She's supposed to shift mm-hmm. on up. The atmosphere in that fifth grade uh, classroom is going to be a whole lot different than it was back here in that third grade. You're shifting wow. up, Valerie. And what you don't think is a lot, God sees it in a whole different way. Okay. <laughs> Prepare yourself for the shift. Prepare your mindset for the shift. Prepare for a shift. It's time to prepare 
for the next move. I don't know where I'm going. This is just like, wow. I don't know where this is. Like, wow. I'm like, God. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Don't get stuck. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so easy to just kind of, you know, um, it's some, sometimes it's really easy to just kind of get in a place, you know, you, you want it better and you desire that it be better. But when when they mention about a shift, it's like, Ooh, am I ready for this? You know, you think of some monumental thing. But God works with us according to who we are and what he's designed us to be. And, um, you know, that's about it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. I, I'm going to think about this. <laughs> As the Lord for, you know, just greater clarity. And, um, but that's, encur- that's, that's very encouraging. Very encouraging. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, what do we have tonight? What's going on? Um, there, you know, it, it's somewhat related. Um, you know, I was in, when you were asking me about, uh, like, I do feel, I, I really do feel like, uh, the Lord is, is moving in my life. And, um, I just, you know, just really want to have a, just be sensitive. And so I guess just my, my general prayer is just for, just a greater sensitivity, the ability to hear from the Lord. Um, just have a lot of, you know, decisions to make that are coming up. And uh, I've got just, just I, I just feel a lot of, I feel a lot of uh, responsibility and, you know, just decisions to make for myself, my kids. And, you know, I really just want to, be sensitive to the Lord, spend, you know, just being able to hear his voice and be led by him and walk in obedience. And um, so that, I mean, that, that, that was the main thing. And then I, I also just wanted to ask for prayer for my children. Um, everybody, all, my three kids, they're all dealing with various challenges with our current uh, situation. Um, two of my kids are living with me and one of my kids is living with their dad and everybody's having a difficult time uh with the current arrangement and so just prayer for them you know sometimes I don't know what to do do they need to you know just prayer for them for comfort uh and wisdom for myself just to know how to how to handle you know their disappointment or their you know just things that are that are happening so I know that just sounds kind of jumbled, but I, I guess that's just where where things are. Right, right. And as you were talking, I mean, even before you begin, get down, puppy. I have a puppy. No puppy. But anyway, um, you know, as you were talking, you know, even before you said that, I just saw, and it's interesting that you're saying, you know, with the kids, is you're having some sort of, um, you know, if, uh, difficulties with some of the arrangements and all of that. And then my mind goes back to what I saw when I was praying about the atmosphere. And I said, in the home as well. Mm-hmm. And 
I just, you know, that kind of ties into like what I told the Lord and maybe I didn't give the clarity to give it with, give it with clarity, but you know, what I was kind of seeing what the Lord was saying about your home. And then, you know, you mentioned about the children and, you know, they're having some difficulty with the arrangements, you know, dealing with that. And it was just, I guess, basically, it's like, just seek the Lord on how you might be able to affect the atmosphere in the home that the children would, you know, I don't know, have us be sensitive to some things that you you can release into the atmosphere and um, speak into your atmosphere at the home that will sort of rid the environment of some anxiety that mm, you can mm-hmm. you have the, you have the authority to shift the atmosphere in your home. Now I don't know what is any specific things to tell you, of course, the norm, you know, uh, you know, of course, prayer and, but I don't know, I just seek God on what he will tell you to do some things specifically that will sort of like rid the atmosphere of some anxiety that they're feeling, Mm -hmm. that you will shift the atmosphere so that this whole thing can work out a little, you know, smoother than what it is. And that's okay. what I was seeing when I was praying. It was your home basically first to shift the atmosphere mm-hmm. in your home. And, you know, God has given us tools. He's given us things that we can do. And it's not easy. I mean, I, to be honest with you, I'm not an extremely like disciplined, disciplined person. I mean, I just have my way about doing things that I've become used to doing it this way, and it's just become my life. But as far as a regimented thing, I'm really not. So, you know, I think it just depends on who God made you and your personality or who you are on how he instructs you on different things to do. So I would just say, you know, seek God and ask for, you know, a greater understanding of what you can do just to shift the atmosphere in the home that will cause the anxiety to be less for them. Now, and I don't, I can't say what, but that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Basically, home. Now, as far as the children and this, the anxiety that they're feeling, um, what what's that in reference to just what does that have to do with is it like with just having to go and visit and back and forth and that kind of thing um i think the it's it's around the fact that um they haven't the the two that live with me haven't spent any time with their dad and they miss him a lot um mm-hmm. and then my oldest is with his dad, but he's very isolated and, you know, I can tell that he's struggling with the arrangement. Um, you know, we have a, we are, we're going to court. Uh, we have a custody, <laughs> coming custody battle with all of this. Um, but I think that, that, I think that that is where some of the anxiety and, and a lot of the emotions are coming from just that, you know, they're feeling, I think to some extent, some rejection on that side and 
but uncertainty about what's going to happen and you know it's it's a tough situation um right. so I, I i think that's where i think that's probably where most of it is coming from the right. majority and are they feeling you know is there anxiety on your part um you know i have i have i definitely feel a little bit of 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 that um honestly uh and but i i haven't communicated that to them now maybe they can right. feel you know right. uh but i right. i don't you know i haven't talked to them about cord and all of that cuz i right. you know my assumption is what they hear about it they're going to worry and you know um right. but i you know it it is a it's it is a stressful it it has been a, a stressful time for me. Definitely, I can understand that. I can understand that. Well, I don't like I said. I'm not sure what to tell you to do. Mm-hmm. I just know what I do to shift the atmosphere in my home. And you know, me, I have to ward off. You know, just I don't know. I'm I'm not really a person that really gets lonely. I mean, I just, I love my own company. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Me too. I, I do. I really, really, uh, to the point where it's really, you know, I'm concerned a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I'm loving my own company too much that I really don't want other people in my environment, you know, and that, I don't know if that, I'm, I'm concerned about that. I really am because, mm-hmm. you know, it's come to have I been the one who's been, who's been hindering God, maybe sending somebody to me because I'm just so comfortable with me. I don't know if I any, want anybody else in my atmosphere. <laughs> to be honest gotcha. with you. And that's the biggest part is that, you know, I've heard prophecies spoken and words spoken over me about a mate and, you know, here and there. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, if I want to share my environment with anybody, you know, it's like, like, mm-hmm, do I need mm-hmm. some help? You know, because I'm perfectly okay. I mean, I don't mind having somebody to share things with, but you know, it's not a priority. So yeah, um, you know, it's just not. And I've been, you know, alone for ten years. So, um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. definitely not a lonely person. But um, yeah. You know, my atmosphere, and that's the thing with my atmosphere. Do I want someone to come into my atmosphere and shift it? Because I've already shifted my atmosphere where I pray and I believe that the worship and the praise that has been in this home for all these 10 years have actually penetrated the walls to where the devil says, I don't think I want to visit, you know, Mm -hmm. because of the prayer that's gone up in here. And the praise and the worship and the dancing and the singing and the the crying out to the Lord, you know, and believing God. You know, now I'm not perfect and I'm far from it, but I know I have created an atmosphere in this home where the enemy will have to scratch its head and think twice before he tries some stuff up in here. Not to say he won't come up in here and try to do something or mess Mm -hmm. with me. Oh, you know, he's going to always do that. But I right. have created an atmosphere in my home where he's going to kind of think about it before he does something. 
Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean about, you know, atmosphere, you know, um, shifting the atmosphere. I've shifted the atmosphere. I at one time had somebody who was with, who, uh, a woman that, you know, was in our family uh, that I was connected with uh, moved in, and I know she couldn't stay in here because the atmosphere was not conducive to what she was accustomed to wanting to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went into the room. And I prayed, and I called out where God showed me. I, you know, it's just exactly what I was dealing with. And I named those things, and I called them out, and I said, you have to go. You, I have identified. She wasn't even in here. And I told them they had to go, and they couldn't come back. Well, she was supposed to be here for another weekend, and, you know, she came to my door, she said, oh, I won't be able to stay here anymore. Um, I was going to stay the weekend and get my stuff later, but she was never able to sleep in that room anymore. Mm, she had to pack wow. her stuff up then and get out because I had already told those devils they had to exit my house. They weren't welcome up in here because mm-hmm. the atmosphere – and they couldn't stay because the atmosphere had shifted to the point they couldn't even feel comfortable being in here anymore. So wow. that's what we have to do, Valerie. You take mm-hmm. authority over the atmosphere in your home and anything and everything that is plaguing your children, that is causing anxiety that is causing you to be fretful for anything, you got to command that it go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' Mm. name, we walk with authority. In Jesus' name, devils have to flee. Anxiety, fear, stress, it has to go. It would be nice to have a partner who would walk through my house with me and decree and declare that things that are not of God have to go. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're few and far between because I haven't met them. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the people hear me praying and carrying on, they be like hey, ready to hit the door. They don't want to be a <laughs> part of this. You know, <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say anything about any devils, but, you know, that's what we're supposed to do put the devil on the run or he's just not comfortable being around us so yeah begin to pray in your i don't like i said i don't know what you do in your home now i don't you know i'm just saying make it so uncomfortable that those spirits and they are spirits that they just don't they won't have any peace trying to stay up in your environment shift that atmosphere bring the peace of god in there so those kids can understand that you know, this God that my mom serves, you know, I they won't be able to verbalize it, but I believe they'll be able to sense it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know it's hard. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine, you know, what you're dealing with, with this, you know, having to deal with it. But, Lord, we just pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will strengthen her. And you will undergird her, and you will give her 
what she needs to go through this and go through it with power, go through with a with an authority that Jesus lives on the inside of her. And because he does, the things that are not a characteristic of him can't dwell up in there. They have to go. Thank you. Yes. They have no choice but to go because they don't, they're not identifying with Jesus. Well, what you doing up in here? You got to go anxiety. You got no relationship with Christ that lives in me, you know? So what you, and I know you're not comfortable, so go in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we pray that the peace of God will come into her home and to overshadow her children, and they will begin to sense the peace of God. Sense the peace of God. You know, my home, Valerie, I just, well, like I said, I'm the only one in here, so... You know, Jesus and I have a real good time with music. I love worship. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I just have, you know, worship a lot of the times playing. And in my car, these people actually around here, they must think I'm crazy. I went to to Atlanta the other day and, well, I'm trying to make a decision. I need to get my air in my car fixed, but I was kind of, I had to go out of town you know, unexpectedly, and so I didn't have any air. So I'm driving down I-75, and I'm just raising my hands. And see, I got the sunroof open. I got all four windows down. My granddaughter's sitting in the back seat. And I am raising some sand against the devil, and I'm worshiping my God. My hands flying up as I'm riding down I-75. And so I get to a part of I-75 I don't know if I was on I-75, but it's a part. Yeah, I was. It was like right before you get into Atlanta, there's this Mm -hmm. exit near Henry County that always backs up. So we're in like back-to-back traffic moving about five miles an hour. And I'm just blasting my praise and worship music. My hands are lifted up. (laughs) My sunroof is open. And... My granddaughter said, Nana, those men were looking at you in those big old trucks. Then <laughs> <laughs> you saw people just mad and just disgruntled, you know, because they're in this traffic, and it lasted about 30 minutes. I mean, we just really creeped through this exit, by this exit. And I'm trying to think, I think they built all these homes in this one spot, so everybody's trying to get off or on us. I don't know what they did with that. Because as soon as you pass that exit, maybe another exit, it's clear right into Atlanta. I'm like, and somebody told me today, they said, man, you can go through there at 11 o'clock at night, and it's going to be bumping a bump into traffic almost every time. Wow. Yeah, so it's a nightmare. So I'm just there just praising God. I'm lifting my hands. And these people are looking at me like, woman, (laughs) we're in traffic. You're hot. It's hot. I know, you know. And you're just over there, you know, and she's like, Nana, those people are looking at you. I was like, I don't care. I'm changing the atmosphere. I could be sitting here, you know, sweating and fussing, but I choose to shift this atmosphere. I will not be fussing and, and acting silly behind this wheel as I'm in this traffic. I'm going to be praising my God right in the midst of this heat. 
in the midst of this back-to-back traffic. I'm not going to be honking my horn. I'm not going to be leaning on the steering wheel trying to look at somebody evil. I'm going to just praise my God right on through this. And to be honest with you, Valerie, I enjoyed every moment of it. (laughs) He did all because I chose to change the atmosphere of where Mm -hmm. I was and not focus in on the fact that I couldn't even see the end of where this traffic jam stopped. I couldn't even see it. I didn't focus in on that. I just focused in on the fact that I was praising my God right through it. Amen. And I shifted the atmosphere because my atmosphere could have been totally different. I could have just, blood pressure could have gone up. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I could have been in, you know, having anxiety attack, panic attack. But I just chose not to do that because I was going to change the atmosphere. That devil wasn't going to get me in some fired up mood about something I couldn't change, but I could change my atmosphere. That's, you know, and that's just an example. I mean, I don't always go through fiery trials like that, but Mm -hmm. that day I did. And let me tell you, because I chose to do it that way, the trip didn't seem as long through that little area of traffic because I was too focused in on worshiping my God. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of like the strategy God gives us when the enemy wants us to, you know, focus in on what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I'm not going to focus in on what you're trying to do. I'm going to focus in on what my God is doing and who he is and that I know that this too shall pass. It came to pass. I wasn't going to be stuck there on I-75 for the rest of my life. It was just for a brief period. (laughs) And I was focusing in on the fact that I can serve and worship my God right there in the midst of the 95-degree weather burning up. I didn't even focus anymore mm. on, on how hot it was because I was too caught up. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah. I think it even affected my granddaughter because she went back to sleep. And I mean, it was like, she was just fine. I was like, were you hot? No, she's hot with the sleep. I was like, okay, fine. <laughs> While I was yeah. and singing the raise the hallelujah, you know, she just happened to wake up and see the people looking at me. Who is that mad woman over there? Well, I'm I'm not focusing in on this traffic. I'm focusing in. It just gives me a time where I can kind of go real slow and just enjoy Jesus even a little bit better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a wonderful example for her, too. Yeah, because yeah, she's looking at me. <laughs> she's like, yeah, this lady's different. Yeah, she's like, oh, my Nana's different. But anyway, Valerie, I hope that helped you. I don't know if it did or not. It really does. Um, And it it even kind of plays into, or it it ties into um, even the message that I heard at church today. Um, You know, it's like just not allowing those, we we actually talked about, abiding like having an anxious faith versus having an abiding faith and Mm. 
and you know just like we're having an abiding faith in God where you know even in the midst of the circumstances you don't allow that to that doesn't shake your confidence it doesn't shake your your confidence in God or you know Mm -hmm. you're it's not tied to circumstances your faith and so um Mm -hmm. you know I was it was really uh that message really spoke to me today and even you know the way what you've been sharing and how you have handled you know circumstances adversity and all that it's just it's the same it's saying the same things you know trusting in God Mm -hmm. in spite of and so that's encouraging to me it has been very helpful thank you no, I'm glad. I'm I'm happy to hear that because we all need encouragement along the way. You know, we need it. We all do. You know, there are moments mm-hmm. that in times I didn't I wouldn't have taken that that well. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> um it just so happened that I don't know, it just God just did it. You know, I I mean there have been times I mean I will you know, but for some reason, you know, the other day it was like Friday it was like Oh well, we're in this traffic, but I'm gonna worship my God. This is how I'm gonna get through mm-hmm. this. I'm not gonna focus in on the fact that I can't even see the end of the traffic back there down the road that's moving like five miles an hour. You know, <laughs> I just right. begin to just blast my radio, my uh, yeah, and just praise God and just enjoy enjoy the moment. You know, uh, and then before you know it, we were out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, we were out of it, and um. But yeah, and that's how God wants us to be so focused in on worshiping and 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 bringing Him into the atmosphere so that He can shift it. That we're out of it before we know it. That remembering that this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it's not going to be this way forever, but it's how we spend our time at that time that's going to make all the difference for where we are where we're headed to up the road mm-hmm. because we're affecting yeah. where we're going to just by how we're handling the situation at the moment that we are in. Who knows? You know, who knows what happened with, you know, operating in a different manner during that particular time that affected what was up the road. See, even with your children, you know, with the anxiety and all of that, to, I think a lot of times we don't look at, we look at the immediate effect, but we don't think about the long-lasting effect of things. Like this anxiety for the children, you know, now, we got to do something because it might affect them even greater later up the road if this atmosphere is not changed, has not changed, or we're mm-hmm. not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's true. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's important that we, we do that because, um, you know, yeah, it's important. I I'm just I'm as I'm talking to you I'm just seeing and, and thinking about some things that and even you said it you know even with my granddaughter it's like see this and you said it in the moment of me doing what I did it's going to have long lasting effect on how she looks at things 
Mm-hmm. And how she deals with things. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knowing the right way. <laughs> right. 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 And, um, you know, and not just in the natural sense, but in a spiritual sense of, hmm, who is, who is this God that she's serving? Who is this God that allows things to change just by acknowledging him and worshiping him and bringing him into the situation? You know, because I'm sure she'll be given opportunities on many, at many levels of people who don't bring God into the situation. Mm-hmm. So, yep. <laughs> yep, it's not easy. Yep, but we, we do it. We do what we we do, and we try to listen to the instructions that God is giving us because it can have, of course, um, long-lasting effects, even eternal. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, thank you because not, you know, I, I thought about it. I mean, what what I really like about getting on here sometimes is um, the things that I go through. You know, sometimes I don't even see the magnif the magnitude of it until I start talking to you all about it. <laughs> mhm. And so not yeah. only is it helping you, it helps me because, you know, as I'm talking, it's like God begins to reveal to me how I benefited from this, how I need to operate even more, you know, and, and, and it brings me to a place where I begin to see what God gives me that. You know, I saw it, but I didn't see it like I'm seeing it now as I'm talking to you about it. It's amazing. It's like, hell, I heard somebody use this term the other day. It's like talk therapy. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Just having it, like yeah, just talking it through. and mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I heard that um, this one guy was talking about this new, I was talking to a lady, she's a Christian psychologist, and um I I was mentioning to her about uh, in uh, what is it narcissistic NPD. So she was like, mm-hmm. "Oh yeah, that's new. That's the new buzzword. You know, the new buzz word or well, what do you call it? Disorder in the you know uh, sci- uh, what psychology of things now. That's what people are talking about. And yeah. um, one guy was talking about it, and he is uh, a diagnosed. Um, narcissistic personality he has narcissistic personality disorder and he was saying basically the only therapy there is for that there's no pill that you can take he says you get your healing through talk therapy because most narcissists their main thing is they will not or cannot admit who they are and so it's been like five years, I think he says, he's been in therapy. And he says the way that he's coming out, he says, I'm not healed totally now, and he's not even a Christian. But he realized that 
Um, and he even went so far to say that people have actually said, you know, his personality disorder in the way that he is, he's he has demons. I mean, he actually said that. Of course, he doesn't really wow. believe that. And, you know, yeah, because of the mm-hmm. way the personality is. I've dealt with people like this in close relationships. I know it. sometimes it seems as if it is the devil's seed. <laughs> you know? So he basically mm-hmm. said people were saying he's like the devil's seed. And um, But he says he's getting healed by talking this thing out and admitting, and I'm thinking to my, that's the word, you know, in order to deal with something, we have to repent. You know, we have to acknowledge yeah. the sin and come to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. Well, that's the hardest thing for one of, for a person with this disorder to do is to acknowledge the sin. And what they do is they twist it to put whatever they've done on somebody else so they can never acknowledge the sin. And because Um, of, and his healing is coming through by taking responsibility. Here we go, repentance. Taking responsibility and choosing to do opposite of what you know is wrong. And admitting that you have responsibility in that. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And to say that that yeah. personality disorder, the major uh, block to them getting any sort of progressive healing is they can never admit what they've done or take responsibility for it. Mm. It's all about putting it on somebody else. Mm-hmm. And twisting it to a point that it just becomes just the way that's what you do. Put it on somebody else so you don't have to take responsibility for your sin, for repentance. Wow. Isn't that amazing that that disorder would be one of the major disorders in the land today? People with that disorder. Isn't that a really interesting tactic that the enemy is mm-hmm. using to draw people into hell? Because he, with that personality disorder, that's the last thing they want to do is repent and admit they have sinned. Wow. I've never looked at it that way. Oh, my goodness. And, and a trap. When, oh, definitely. And then when you think about in uh, Timothy, when it talks about in the last days, it's basically descri- mm-hmm. describing someone with a narcissistic personality disorder. Lovers mm-hmm. of themselves, boastful, yes. proud. I mean, these are all the characteristics of this disorder. Mm. It's amazing. I mean, I went into deep study about it. Uh, and studied some things about that particular disorder because I had to live with someone who had that disorder. And I thought, and the whole disorder thing is that it's to make you believe that you're crazy. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after coming to this understanding of this, it's like, it was like, it was amazing to me. It was like, it was like, wow, God, you know, thank you. 
and I began to read more and study more. But and then I, you know, took look at looked at it in a biblical perspective when it comes to what we just talked about in Timothy, you know, with this generation of people and this disorder being, and like I said, I was speaking with a Christian psychologist who's a friend of mine, and she said, oh, yeah, that's the new thing. She says, that's what everybody is dealing with. And I'm thinking, in the last days, look at that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Not that they haven't always been around, but now it's almost like an awareness but I think a lot of things have come into play that has caused this this personality disorder to even evolve into something greater than what people were dealing with before. Yeah, um, it's just you know this is this is where we are. This this is the time mm-hmm. period that we're in for this to be an active tool of the devil to draw people away from repentance. Wow. Not even able to acknowledge sin so that they can receive salvation and walk in wholeness in Jesus. Mm. Yeah. That is something else. And people don't even recognize it, what they're doing. No, they don't. And um, it's amazing. I mean, I, like I said, I over the last couple months I have really delved into that I you know I've gone into that and just really studied a lot about what goes on with that mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing how so many people are trapped in relationships with people who are and I mean in this young man um he admits is basically that people have said he's like the son of Satan because of the, the characteristics that this disorder has. Because part of one of the main ones is there is a lack of empathy of what other people go through. Like you could care less. They have it mm-hmm. hard to empathize or to even consider someone else and what they might be suffering because of their disorder and how they handle them, you know. And then what does the enemy do? You know, like he twists the word of God. He twists what we say. That's one of the tactics and that's one of the strategies and one of the the um, points that's connected with this personality is a twisting of the word. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when he said that, and he says, yeah, you know, and he was kind of making light of it because, like I said, he's not walking, you know, with the Lord. So it's like, and, he, of course, he knows of some religious things that he threw out there. But he was like, yeah, he says, because I don't, you know, I know I have these problems. And he said, I'm coming, I'm getting better with empathy. I'm getting better with, you know, uh, you know, uh, really not putting myself so much in the place where I don't even care about what happens to people with what I do. And that was, that's it. I don't care about what happens to people. That's the whole thing. I've been hurt. Usually they say that it happens when you're young and what you've done is you've built around a core over that part, that young child that was hurt. And so you build a core around that to protect that inner core of that child 
that was abused mm-hmm. or whatever happened. And, um, you know, that's that whole mode of operations. I'm protecting. And also that there's shame attached to that child, to that incident that happened when you were a child. So you're protecting that, that shame. There's shame. That's why they, they have a hard time admitting or repenting of anything because it reminds them of the shame that's associated mm-hmm. with, with the start of that disorder. It's such a trap. But then you think about someone who uh, who becomes a Christian and they're set free from shame. And mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just wonder how that, it, the impact that that might have, you know, for someone who who does have uh, MPD and they become a Christian and, you know, how that all works out. But it, it's such a trap. It's such a mm. Well, they have to, they're so used to putting on a facade and they work it like it's a skill that, well, it's a skill that's been mastered. There are many people in the church, I'll say in the church, that have that disorder. I know personally. Mm -hmm. But there's been no true, because they actually believe the lie. It's almost like what the word talks about. They are living in deception of who they really are because the shame attached to who they really are, they can't ever come to that because it's too much shame attached to who they really are. So they stay in denial of who they are. So if you can't really get to that and your mind's all messed up where you can't even grab that, how do you get delivered from something when you're deceived and you can't admit who you really are? Mm. It's a drug, like you said. Yep. Wow. Because in, in order to be delivered from that, you have to really truly say, yes, this is who I am. But it's been such a great job of masking that. And becoming, well, what is a hypocrite? It's like an actor or actress. That's a hypocrite. Pretending to be something that you're not. So you fall into a place mm-hmm. of you actually believe that you are what you're not. So you can't really, I mean, it will have, it will be a miraculous work of the Holy Spirit, which he can do, mm-hmm. that will bring that person to true salvation. I have a serious testimony. <laughs> Amen. A serious testimony, yes. All right, Valerie. <laughs> we have gone some places. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're such a blessing. Yeah. I, I really uh, appreciate you and uh, just helping me to get a better understanding of things. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And, and like I said, it's talk therapy for me. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because God is Absolutely. speaking to me. Yeah, I mean, just hearing. You know, I don't have a whole lot of people that I talk to in the house, so I mean, it's like unless I'm talking to myself. But you know, my granddaughter. You know, she visits sometimes, and she, I'm surprised she stayed the last two or three days because normally she doesn't. But um. Yeah, you know, so it, when I get on here with you all, it's like talk, talk therapy for me as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a blessing. Yes, it's a blessing. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, you have a wonderful rest of the evening, and we're just going to believe God mm-hmm. uh, with you that God is doing this thing, and he's causing you to have a better understanding of what you need to do to change the atmosphere in the home. And um, mm-hmm. I believe God, he's really, truly going to show you some things. So. Anyway, enjoy your fourth. Okay. Hope you have a great one. Thank you. You too. God bless you. Have a good evening. All right. You too, Valerie. Good night. Okay. Good night. Amen. Glory be to God. All right. Let's go here to 870415. This is Angela Joy, who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? Right Hello. Now. I done got my phone. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I'm not on mute. Is it on mute? Carol, I'm so excited. I got a new phone. Who is this? Savanda! This is Savanda from Arkansas. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm having a problem with the phone tonight. I dropped off a few times. I need to tell you something. You know how you prayed over uh, me and you was like, God wants me to make a lot of money, right? <laughs> okay. He was like, I don't remember, but what? You said so. You what now? Yeah. You prophesied that to me. And okay. And next thing you know, um, listen, I went through, I can't call it what I want to call it. I'm going to say it nicely, Christian way. I'm going to say I went through Hades on Earth, and then I went through chaos on Earth. And I'm still going through Hades on Earth, and I'm still going through chaos on Earth. The devil (laughs) tried to take me and my husband out. Oh, but the devil is a liar. Oh, he's a deceiver. Yes, he is. Okay, I'm through. I'm not playing with you. I know I play too much, but I'm serious. And um, the business, that's what you prophesied. That my, and I was telling you about how my husband really been asking me to start a business with me. Well, right. the, thing, the stuff has been rolling in. People have been asking me at the blue about certain things. Wow. And, um, I'll just say... The my brand is gonna be called Kingdom Crafted. Kingdom what? Crafted. Kingdom Crafted. Yes. Well, that sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, it's both with K's. It's both with K's. Wow! Wow! Well, praise the Lord <laughs> for Kingdom Crafted. But you told me. And he said, "Come to, and how many months? That was like almost two months ago." Yeah, because I've been off for about a month. I hadn't been on. Oh, we wow! Like we we already had filed for divorce before, but um, and I was thinking about leaving my husband again, and then next thing you know, I don't know what happened. Like we just couldn't get along for some reason. But now all of a sudden, like, we get home. Like, 
You know how I go. The devil mad. Of course. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> He's the devil. Shavonda, well, Lord, we thank you, and Lord, we just give you honor and praise and give you glory, and Lord, as I just see like a wave, there's just a wave, a wave rolling in, just a wave, and Lord, I don't know what that's in reference to, but there's a wave, and it's coming in, it's coming in, it's coming in, and it's it, it's full of power, it, it it's full of uh, the uh, the ability to to move and to shift what it touches. My God, what a wave. And, Lord, I don't know if this is connected with what she's talking about, Lord, with the business, but I see a wave, and it's coming in, and it's coming with with authority, and it, it has the ability to change, to rearrange, to shape, and it's coming in with power. So, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that um, she is excited about what you're doing. She's excited about what you've already done, and she's excited about what you're getting ready to do. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Makes me think about that wave. Because, you know, when you see a wave coming in, you know, you're standing you're standing on the beach, you're on the seashore. You, what now? I need you to repeat it one more time. Because let me tell you what. There's something that I just heard in the spirit, and it just said, activate it again. Some just said activate. Well, I ain't gonna say something. The Holy Spirit mm-hmm. said activate again. Repeat what I just told you again. Activate it again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Glory. Well, like I said, I you know, we can be standing in a position on the beach when the wave comes in. We don't know the effect that the wave is gonna have until it actually hits the shore. So it's like. Uh, you know, God is, you know, using some things, I believe, in your life that you're going to have to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. You're going to see the activation of what is rolling in, and it's going to hit, but you're going to just be in place, you know, be settled, you know, because, you know, like when a wave come in, it moves, it shifts the sand, it shifts things that are not rooted down deep. It'll shift it. So be prepared and be ready not to be moved. When anything comes, when anything happens, be ready to just stand and see the salvation of the Lord. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. And we thank you for this new venture. We thank you for the power of God that uh, will rest on it. 
and that she will walk with an understanding that she's been at the right place at the right time to get what God has for her. So we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What is that song about troubled waters where I shall stand still and I shall not move? That's the words in the song. Oh, okay. There is a song like that. There is a song like that. There is a song. Yep, just like that. Mm -hmm. All right. What's going on around here? But I see bleak. I see we're going on vacation tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um, but there's something about stand still in trouble. Yeah, I think I've think i heard that. Yeah, it makes me think about the other time of the You think it's what? I just tasted salt water. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me real good now? Yeah, I can hear you good now. I didn't even move. See, that ain't nothing but the devil trying to play with my algorithm. But uh, <laughs> there's seeds over trouble water, but I'm going on a vacation tomorrow. I'm going to be a whole bunch of water. Are you I, going on a cruise? I don't know. That's why I was acting like, God, can you stop her and repeat what you said? Because while you was talking, that boy's trying to be in my ear. I'm, I'm hmm. so serious. He was trying to cut off my ear, and I said, oh, you are alive, but I still heard it with the other ear, but I didn't, you know, get clarity. But I know I can watch the show back. You don't even, I mean, rewind the show back. But um, I just want to tell you, <clears throat> I don't know what people come like for at this PBN. I don't, I ain't. I about to say this show. I mean this livelihood because it's more than a show. It's more than a blog talk. It's more than a. I don't know what to call it. Um, God <laughs> okay. knows what I. Serious, Miss Angela. But yeah, people come here to do things to hear. I don't know what they expect to hear because y'all are not psychic. So, I know. I, like, y'all are my family. Like, y'all done been here for me for a long time. A long time. Yeah, how long have you been calling in? Maybe since 2014, and y'all been here since before then. Yeah, I think we were here the year before because I think, I think it actually probably started, I can't remember, like 2013, because I know right after Prophet Randy started the show, um, I remember that I was um, I was working from home, too, part-time, and I remember somehow I found the, the thing online, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. So I, I, the Lord, I felt the Lord say, save it, and I went back to it like months later, and when I came back on months later listening to it, he made mention about having just started. So I was like, oh, that was God telling me right from the very beginning that, you know, what this was. Because I was like, wow, you know, 
and uh, he had started uh, some months before, and that's the time that God first told me to click on, and I didn't. And then he reminded me that I had um, saved it or somewhere in my favorites, I think, and I went back to it, and I've been listening ever since. But, yeah, it's um, it has really affected my life. Miss Angela, I don't know how many other people you got in line. I this is not the time to really tell it all, but I just want y'all to know that I went. They know when I went to go to prison. I said I wasn't getting a lawyer. The reason why I didn't get a lawyer, I'm serious. God really didn't tell me to. I preferred three thousand dollars for my children. Instead of getting a lawyer in my hometown when I couldn't get one out of town at the moment. And, um, yeah, I, I spent a little time in prison. Nine months, I was supposed to do six months, but I took a program. I'm on the phone. Um, and actually, I just had a real bad. Like, I'm getting off the of parole this year. And mm-hmm. then, don't know, my, I'm not trying to use y'all line as my story. I don't want to even tell it because you came here pray for people. But I want to tell y'all that prayed for me. While y'all prayed for me, guess what? I never had a situation in that prison system. I never had a – I had favor. Like, Joshua had favor. Praise God. Me out. A lot of people sold me out, and I was not a dope dealer. I was no crap dealer. I just defended myself. I had a battery charge, and I'm telling you my charge. And I hope everybody listening to if they really want to look me up, go look right. at who I am. And, but I'm saying September the ninth. That's my last day. I ain't got to look at my past no more. And I don't even in my past because guess what? Everything that happened in my past, everything that ever happened in my life, I always use it for the glory of God. And that's mm-hmm. not even the only thing for me. And I asked God why. He told me I was going. Oh, oh. I told God not to cry. Okay, we is not crying right now. Okay. Mm. I'm on the phone. <laughs> he told me I was going. Not just spend my money on my kids and waste that money. Mm. Woo! favorite even in the prison system. Amen. Hallelujah. One guard me and saw me up, give me each time they removed him out of where I was. The 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 warden loved me, man. Yeah, mm. I I can't. I just want everybody to know they like they low, they down, they ain't got nothing going for themselves. They ain't nobody in this world. Um, like you just a failure, whatever it is. You somebody. If God would take me, just like yeah. he was, everybody. Going through hectic things, and literally, I lived the Bible. I lived the Bible. People were coming into mm-hmm. the prison system about Jesus, and I didn't even know half of the stuff myself. Mm. 
Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, you just, you let him. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to start crying real heavy now. I got to go pray. Oh, Lord, we just, oh, let me just pray over you. Uh, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that hmm, she thinks she has a testimony, but devil, you ain't seen nothing yet. Huh? Glory be to God. <laughs> we thank you, oh, God. Oh, my God, that, you got your confirmation in your word and everything else. Today, I'm telling you, I was like, Lord, this is hot. We've had like we've had four days so far, but we're about to go up northern for a vacation. I don't know. Okay. I, I, anybody ever go to Arkansas? Y'all go to Little Rock. That's the capital. But y'all go to Hot Springs and go to the springs. Get y'all some natural water. Come on down to Hamburg and Crockett. Hamburg is where I'm from, where Scotty Pippen is from. This is not a promotion. Okay. <laughs> <is> not <laughs> I'm just saying, like people there, I don't know. What possessed me to do that? Lord, what is going on? This is a country town. <laughs> but if you oh, want wow. some love, come on down here and get it. We'll take you to search and everything and feed you real good. Amen. Well, that sounds good to me. <laughs> sounds good to me. All right, welcome, Vonda. I'm excited. God is he's he's doing some stuff, and can't wait for you to call back and share what God is doing. I already sense it. And um, amen. 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 There's something happening on your right shoulder. There's what now? There's something happening on your right shoulder. What's on my right shoulder? 
Did you feel something like a, a shift or a, a, a like a, a breeze or like a, a um, chilling on your right shoulder? Well, I'm scratching my right shoulder. <laughs> right I now, know. I just whatever it was, it was like to me when when this stuff happens, it's like a healing. Something was well, praise God. You. I, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Someone was trying to yeah, I just, you I had like, just scratched my 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 right shoulder. Yeah, I threw it off, and I felt like it was gone because that's, that's why I said, "Hey, that's why I did that." Because I threw it off to the ground. I have mm-hmm. healing hands. Like, my auntie started teaching me how to do it at twelve years old. I never knew, but wow. uh, yeah, yeah, Thank I rubbed God. it out. Threw it Whatever that was, I felt it on you, and I, I need to tell you, and you are lying to from the pits of hell, you will not attack her. Not Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Not Jesus. Not Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. All right. Hallelujah. Okay. No, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I joke a lot, but I'm so serious. I'm so serious in my prayer life. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you bless Angela Joy, her whole family, everything that is around her. Yes, Father God, servant that has come to you, nobody never sees her cry. Nobody ever sees her. She gets damn grimy to come to you when nobody is there for her. Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, it's not lonely no more. It's not lonely no more. God, your partner is coming. God said your partner is coming. Oh, God, your partner is coming. Your partner is coming. Oh, hallelujah. God, I Siobhan, I don't know if it's because you're moving around or what. Um, I don't know what's going on. But I did hear the honey and some money. I I did hear the honey and some money. I did hear that. Okay, but can you hear me right now? I can. I can. I was just saying that people want to set a New Year resolution. And God ain't working. And then she be like, listen, my servants need it tomorrow. They need it today. They need it right now. Your honey and your money is on the way. Because your oh. honey is the man. Your money, y'all finna be rich. I don't know. Oh, 
now who's playing with you? Who told you that you could have what you wanted? But today, it's going to be established. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And that's it. Amen. Well, thank you, You already know. My husband is what? Is what? I don't know who this man is. I already know who he is. Yeah, you know who he is. <laughs> okay. You know who your Ooh. husband is. Y'all done met. Y'all done talked. Y'all is basically friends, but you might not be on that level of friends, but y'all done met and y'all are friends. And mm. I'm just going to tell you like Next time you see him, you better stop holding out for that feeling that you felt the first time. <laughs> well, he we're going to have to see you this one. He don't know. He don't know. He don't get you. It ain't going to be too long. This point, what oh. is this guy? This July 20.3. All right. All right, yeah. Do you have a conference coming up? Mm, not really a conference, no. Uh-uh. I have something what that I've like, been thinking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like a speaking arrangement, like a conference. All right. Don't be shocked if you don't get the surprise of your life. And then it's going to be the divine connection. And then next thing you know, that man going to pop up. And you're going to be like, where did he come from? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, man. And I saw him. Yeah, wow. y'all been going y'all been going together in the spirit for a long time. God just never told you to love him yet. <laughs> okay. Lord, why did I put it like <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. God, why did I put it like that? Well, it's kinda of true, but Y'all have met each other before, but I don't know why I said it like that. I got to get out of here, girl. I got to get out of here. This is not us. You got to pray for the people. I'm so sorry. You enjoy your holiday, your 4th of July, and safe travels. Let me pray. Father, we just thank you for safe travels. We thank you, Lord, that you are not only accompanying them on the trip, but you're there waiting for them when at their destination. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that um, as they travel, God, we thank you for peace. We thank you for, I just see, like, you know, a spirit, the spiritual um, accompaniment of a host of angels, God, that will guide and protect and lead. And, God, we just thank you, Lord, for sweet times and sweet fellowship as they give you the glory, because you are God, and Shavonda understands that you are a God who is a God who never forsakes. He never leaves, and he's with her always. And, God, we thank you for that. We thank you for that. That's right. Sorry. I don't even realize I'm still on music. I'm sorry. Do not stop your prayer. My husband's like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
You're good. You're good. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right. I well, do not community. We will look forward to talking to you later. Like I've been off for about a month now and um, had a lot going on, but back for now. And so we'll be talking to you again. And um, I'm looking for what God's getting ready to do and oh, what he's already Lord. done. And um, Miss Angela, I hope Victoria is still on the line because whatever God got for her, Tell her to sing this song. What God has Oh, you mean, oh, you're talking about Valerie? Valerie, yes, that's her. I call her Victoria, but yes. God <laughs> has it is for me. Tell her to look up that song. I know without a doubt that he will bring me up. Hallelujah. I think Valerie is doing it all. Yeah. yeah. And when you I just had chills. Mm. 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 Glory, glory, glory. What now? You broke up again. What did you say? I said she a real woman of God. I'm talking about she not been through it. Jesus. Amen. Who told her lately that she shouldn't have this or she couldn't do that? But that's the song that dropped in my spirit. I ain't found that young song in years since I was a teenager. Yeah, that that song was out a while back. Uh I was talking to a friend of mine today, and we were talking about how back in, let's see, was, in the 80s, there were some songs that have stuck with me, and I can hear them sometimes. And I mean, I just go into worship because that was, I don't know, we were, we were in a different, it's a, like a different timing now with the music. It's a different for an anointing. Yeah, I want to back then. People. He won't, I can listen to Jonathan Mason, but I can't listen to like certain things from these new artists. Like, some songs I can, but the other ones I can't. And I've gotten back with yeah. I what do you mean? It's gospel. You got to transform your mind. And I'm like, Bobby, no, the devil is busy. When I get woke up out of my sleep and I'm sitting here listening to gospel in my sleep and God tell me to get up and rebuke it and turn it off, the devil is oh, a yeah. liar. Well, you're right because there is, I mean, you're right because I have, I said that the other day that there's some music that's quote gospel music I won't listen to anymore because it doesn't feed my spirit. It's very fleshly. Uh, it's, there's, there's something going on with it that's not pure. It's contaminated. So there's some music that's out that's in the gospel arena that vexes my spirit, and I can, even though they're saying the right words, there's a spirit behind it that's not connected with what they're saying. So I'm very sensitive. That's like saying me, God, I love you, but then I go to a Satanist party at nighttime, and then I'd be like, God, but God is my sinner devil. You know what I mean? And I'm up 
understand totally. Yeah, I understand totally. I I understand totally. I remember I uh, had met my ex-husband. I had met a member of a very very popular gospel group that was very popular back in the eighties. And if I mentioned their name, you would know who they were. And um, he told me he pulls out of the group. And a very famous artist came out of the group, and, you know, I respect him a lot. I believe he's living a clean life before the Lord. But um, this particular person told me, uh, you know, after that person pulled out, you know, it was like they were kind of like on their own, you know, in the gospel world. And they were going to different full workshops. And he and uh, like I said, he was he had he and his wife they started attending a church that we were members of at that time. And he told us, he said basically, he wouldn't go to gospel workshops anymore because of the sin that was taking place at the gospel workshops. That it was awful. I mean, people were going from room to room, and not just from opposite sex, but same sex. And he basically just said, you know, you won't even understand or recognize what's going on in that industry unless you've seen it before with your own eyes. So, I mean, I just kind of didn't think much about it then when he told us. But then in this season, I've been able to just be, I'm real sensitive about what I listen to. And there are just some things that I'm hearing. And like I said, even though it sounds fine, it's like I'm, I'm yeah. picking up something that's not there, that, that's being said more, mainly as a performance and not really as a worship unto the Lord, but they're performing. And so I'm, I'm well, stepping when, away from that. I, I have no interest, and I can sense there's something going on. How long have you been saved? Tell the people how long have you been saved? Because I ain't even on your level yet. And I mean like this, this is Holy Ghost fire level. And, yes, <laughs> the Lord is my spirit. And, yes, I've been a, in a church, but I strayed away from church. I haven't been in church in a long time, but at the same time, I still do fellowship with those type of people. And there's a fire rumbling up in my belly in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Um, at the same time, I have a platform that I can speak on. But I still speak life, and I read my Bible for real. I read my Bible for real. That's what people don't do no more. And mm-hmm. yet, I can read the prison system. They taking up Bibles out of prison system, out of jail, out of hospital, out of whatever you can let. I don't know what's going on. There's going to be a holy Bible burning. Oh, the Lord want to let everybody know what is going on. I don't know what. God, what is this?
I got out of the will of God. And then it's like me and my husband have been having struggles. But we getting back slowly. And, and it's hard to get back when you get out of the will of God. Do you hear me? Don't you ever mm. play with God no. Oh, hallelujah. And I'm like my mama now. I'm like my grandma now. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. I'm 31 years old. I'll be 32 in December. Don't ever play with God. Because it's hurting. I've been been having the attack since I was 23 and probably before then, but I just, you know, I had protection while I was covered in my mother's household. I moved out at 17. Then I got into the real world with my not yet husband, but we was about to be husband. This is my same husband. And, and man, I don't know what, when we got out here in this area, the witchcraft got real. We in a highly, you know, sensitive witchcraft craft area. Wow. Daughter that wasn't belonging to him. Two to six years old, I took care of her. We'd be the same age. She's just one year older than me. I mean, younger than me. And they didn't want her here no more. And, but, you know, they been, she, they can't handle her no more. They can't handle that little girl no more. Because she never talked to me the way she talked to her mother. But guess mm. what? God shows favor in everything I do. Oh, everything that I'm talking about. I don't know what this is, Miss Lord. I know this is not what PBN is about. But something is cooling on my As I talk, like, it's a cooling on my face. It's like some heat going down my spine. It's a burning in my stomach. Oh, thank you, glory to God. I need to mm. talk to somebody else. I know it's other yeah. people. It ain't yeah, about well, me, but I, make it about me, but this God needs me to say for whatever reason, I need to say it, and I need to say it now. Mm-hmm. Imagine somebody was on there that needs to say it, and they need to hear mm-hmm. it. I know. I mean, I ain't, I'm not on here saying, hey, follow Shalanda, blah, 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 at these platforms. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I ain't never did that, but, and you know, I... You know how when I first got on here, I was so shy. <laughs> I'm right. still shy. I'm still shy. Y'all <laughs> be, be like, what's wrong with you? And then I'm like, ain't nothing wrong with me. I just want prayer. You're like, girl, you don't tell me what's wrong with you. Okay, well, <laughs> this was wrong with me. <laughs> uh, can you do this small favor and press me for this? But no. God said, if you don't act, you shall not receive. And Matthew, what is that, Matthew 16? About asking and receiving? Yes. Um, knocking, let's see, hold on. Yeah, not act and the door yeah. shall be open. Right. Girl, and guess what? Yep. The first time I ever... All that, the first time I ever went to jail, God showed me Jeremiah in my life. Mm-hmm. And he showed me that I was similar to Jeremiah. He mm-hmm. turned me around to Joshua. And it got real. They sold me out. Lord, have mercy. 
But guess what? The glory got him coming up today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. This is not this what the program like this. Brother Randy, if you listening, don't get don't get uh mad at Angela Joy. I don't know. God just got me sounding. I don't know who needs to hear this. Somebody feel low in their spirit. I just picked up on it. Oh, it hit me in mm. my chest. Woo! It hit me in well, my chest. Well, I just had some calls. I had some calls drop, though. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and go into the restaurant. I don't know what's going on. Well, I think, but, I yeah. think you the last one. But, yeah. Listen, I appreciate y'all. I don't know about nobody else. They can get mad if they want to. They probably from the devil anyway. Because if you want deliverance, you're going to sit up and listen to a miracle. Well, yeah, you're right, though, it's Matthew. Because I was just listening to that song today. It's actually, I, I posted it, the song. It was so in my spirit today um, about, um, ask, what's the lyrics of the song? It basically, it's Matthew 7 and 7. It's like, um, ask, seek, um, knock. And watch the door swing wide open. That's Matthew mm. seven. It says, "Ask and it shall be given you. That's Seek and you shall find. And knock and it shall be opened unto you." Also in in Luke eleven nine it says, "And I say unto you, yeah. ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you." So that's Luke eleven nine and Matthew seven seven. And I just posted yeah. that today because um. There's a song. Who is it by? That's what you need to know. That's confirmation for your soul. Everything ain't always about everybody. They want to get from you, but they don't never want to pray for real. And guess what? God wants to speak to you while y'all playing. And it sounds like I have an attitude, but I really kind of do. But I'm really kind of engaging to what God is you. God is offensive about his prayer warriors. What is y'all doing? This is not no game. Hmm. Yeah, it's called uh, the song is Pour Your Spirit Out. It's by Thrive Worship. I love that song. I play it all the time. Uh, whenever I can find it, here it is. It's um, probably won't even probably won't y'all, even play, but we'll see. See if it'll... I don't think it's on my lineup. Hold on. Probably not I mean, on the line. Uh, this is my last thing that I'm going to ask, and then I'm going to go and get out. Uh, yeah. Well, you're my last oh my one. Hi. Yeah, I was looking for it oh. on here, but I've got it on my phone. Yeah, man, you are the same time. I didn't realize what time it was. Yep, it's late. <laughs> Yeah, pour your well, spirit out. I think is what it's called. You do this. Uh, I I need to. Oh, know, here it is. Uh, here it is. Listen to this, Shavonda. Listen, to, listen, listen to it. It's just what you spoke. Listen to the song. Is he okay? Hit. Listen to this. I think this is it. It's proper, Randy, okay? I'm listening, though. Pour me a broken worship. No, that's another one. Pour it out. 
Yeah, it was another song. It's called, check it out. It's called Pour Your Spirit Out, and it talks about that scripture. It's Not catchy, see, watch the door day. swing wide open. Is that Casey's day? Is what now? Casey J. Is that the artist? No, it's um Thrive Worship. Thrive Worship. Yeah. I'll find it. Yeah. It's probably okay. Randy all right. Um uh, You know, he stays strong, he stay prayed up. I ain't been on in a while and um last thing I heard him talking about was him and his wife. Um, is everything all right with her and her her cancer journey? Oh, I think I heard him last week say that um, she's, I mean, she's eating. She wasn't eating before because she was in so much pain and she lost a lot of weight. But now she is eating and gaining her weight back. So that's a plus right there because she was not eating. And if you, you know, if you don't eat, you have nothing to fight with, you know, you die. But he said last week, the turnaround is is that she is eating now. She's eating. Hey, man, and if you can tell him, he was talking about the carrots, too, when last time I talked to him, tell him to put a little ginger in there when he blended up. Do do it like a puree, like the people they do at the night. Oh, the carrots? Yeah, the carrots and the the ginger. Do carrots, ginger, and uh, kale or... Uh, just regular greens, and watch how she's standing up real quick. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, I know he said the carrots were supposed to be, excuse me, really good for your eyesight. So I need to tell my son about that. All right, Siobhan, oh. Will. I love you. I love you, too. I'm glad that you really? were able to get through. Hey, I did not realize that it was this late. Oh my God! We gotta be going to bed. I got. I took a nap. Got up. Um, I gotta be cleaning up before I leave my house because we leaving tomorrow to live. Um. Oh yeah. You know. Um. And we're gonna head up to Hot Springs. We're gonna take three day vacation. Awesome. Awesome. Well, enjoy. And uh, I'm off for a few days, but I'm gonna be cleaning house. So <laughs> that's my vacation. Yeah now and um get all my stuff situated because I got all men, the three boys and the man. He's my biggest baby. Oh, <laughs> have mercy. Well, bless you, and y'all have a safe journey, and thank you for calling in tonight. It's great talking to you. I love you so much. Good night. Good night. Love you, too. Enjoy your trip. All right. Bye. Well, guys, that is it, and we're headed out of here. Have a great 4th of July, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Good night.